This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of Love and Justice for All. I'm Reverend Ogan Holder here with my co-founder, co-partner, wait, not co-partner, that's not a thing, just partner in crime and consciousness, uh, Reverend Kelly. Uh, we had we had a whole different show planned for you today, but we decided to scrap it because, uh, like most of you, we are recording this on Tuesday. It is May third, and we awoke to the news. Um, some of us awoke to the news. Some of us went to bed to the news of that uh, draft uh, from the Supreme Court um, being leaked out with them overturning. It would appear their decision to overturn. Uh, Roe v. Wade, the the precedent that has basically allowed abortions to be legal um, here in the United States. So I want to jump in. Was that for fifty years? For fifty years. So um, I just want to jump right in and ask you, Kelly, as a woman, how do you feel? How did you feel when you heard this? How do you feel? now what what is happening in you and and for those of you i should always say a quick reminder for those of you if you're watching on facebook live um or anytime you're watching uh you can drop questions or thoughts in the comments and if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform um you know uh, you can hit us up on social media our handle is at get our holy on you can email us ogan or kelly at projectangus.com and uh, <clears throat> join on the discussion. I'm sure we'll be still talking about this on Friday when we do our IG live. Maybe um, I don't know yet, but yeah. How do you feel? Uh, so many things, you know. I when I the first initial thing yesterday when I heard that this had draft had been leaked, um, you know, it's it was one of those. Wait, what? You know, like you always know it's a possibility. And then, you know, it is a draft and everybody keeps reminding, you know, in the news and out in the world that that often the draft is not what comes out at the other end. Um, And and um, I don't think that will be the case in this case, uh, given the makeup of the court. So my first was, wait, you know, just this shock and pause and and then it slowly sinks in and right now like just a few minutes ago when we were getting on and getting ready and um i I said to you i said to you i could barely get a couple words out and already i was like upset and crying because i just i can't 
I just can't believe this is where I live. That um, to overturn 50 years of precedence to something that 75 to 80% of the population actually is in favor of or supports. Yeah, they may not yeah. be in favor of abortion, but they support the right to choose. Yeah. Um, and then I'll, I'll just, this may be a profanity-filled episode for us. Go, go for it. Uh, if, you're, am, if, you're, if you're listening am, to this with kids in the car and profanity is an issue for you, right. <laughs> you might want to listen later on your own. Be, right. You've been warned. Right. Yes. I just, I can't believe this is where I live that, um, and because I have my own story around it, I have my own woundedness around it. And, you know, I, um, one of the story, I don't often tell the story, but apparently I'm going to now, uh, cause it's not, it's just not, it's not something you often comes up in conversation, but you know, when I was in college, I was um, gang raped in a bar and I got pregnant from that and, and wound up seeking out an abortion, but it was not easy and it was legal and it was still not easy. And it was still wrought with shame and embarrassment. And, and I can remember it like it was yesterday and I still carry, you know, lots of emotion around it and, and wounds and, and bleeding and, and, um, and upset. And I, you know, the regret part has sort of passed because I can't, you can't undo something, but, but um, so now here we are. And what I'm imagining is what was so hard for me is going, I can't even imagine how hard this is going to be. Um, And I'm not a woman of color. So add that to the package because it's even um, uh, black women have the highest abortion uh, um, ratio in the country, like more, they're three times the rate of white women and yet uh, are very much um, denied health care and, you know, um, and, you know, not just black women, but, but bodies of culture and marginalized communities. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the abortion, but it's healthcare. Um, there's no, there's, you know, the, the being able to have access to, to care, just general care. Yeah. And, um, and, and what this does is it doesn't stop abortion. What you're no. doing is you're guaranteeing more women will die. I saw a stat. I saw a stat today um, from other countries comparing uh, pre-legalized abortion and uh, you know post-legalized abortion, and basically the rates were practically the same. I know. Uh, so so yes, it is. This is this is uh, it, it. It is a legitimate healthcare issue. When people say this is not a healthcare issue, they're they're missing that point. Um, and so, so how, how does it feel to, and and you may have touched on this, but, but I want to ask it more, more precisely. Um, this is, and this, this, I might be setting you up for profanity, but this is a, this is a group of majority men. Yes. Fucking old white men. Trying to exercise, uh, body control trying to rob you of your bodily uh, uh, autonomy so i can't relate tell me how how does how does that how does that well i think i think where you can relate because we need i mean to some degree have some kind of understanding um that someone else is deciding 
you know, all these people that have are deciding what what how I can take care of myself. How Here's I why I can't really my- until there's a law that says I cannot uh, take Viagra or I cannot get a vasectomy until those laws are in place for me. No, I, I cannot relate. It be just because it, 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 it makes, I, I am so, I don't know how one, I don't know how these men that are deciding all this put their head on their pillow at night. And those that are married to women, I, I don't know how you're being quiet um, like regardless of your own personal belief, how do you not allow a woman to have agency? Well, I think you're hitting the nail on the head because uh, those who are in the position to make this decision um, are making it from their personal opinions. Yes. Um, and their personal beliefs. And um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you mentioned uh, about them being married. And I guess they're married to ones who support that as well. So just just gonna hazard a guess. I, I'm yeah. Well, that's why I said you you. But as a as a woman, how do you? Well, we talk about this all the time, right? About how we internalize these supremacy yeah. norms. You know, yes. as, a, as a black yes. person, I've internalized white supremacy norms. I've I've, I've got yes. internalized yeah yeah, uh, yeah. oppression. Right. So so yeah, there uh, I believe. That yes, they are women who, under the the um, the guise of this is a this is a moral issue, under the guise of we're trying to save lives and stop murders, and and honestly, under under a very very bad theology, um, um, saying yes, let's go ahead and support. Um, the um, removal of of body autonomy rights um, for women. And it's interesting, another great post I saw, I think I shared this in my stories, that we can almost qualify this as a hate crime because uh, because, and the person wrote um, in in the Torah, I think, um, that um, abortion is, is, is not, it's not, spoken against it's supported so therefore if you are going to use and and let's be clear it it is bad christian theology that is at the root of this and then you're going to use that to create it's it's not even just bad christian theology ogan it's it's evil It, it, it it's evil christian theology but then you're using it to enforce a law um on other people's religious practices then then yeah that's that uh, what which amendment again is the freedom of religion one? I know. Well, there's there's <laughs> multiple the first, amendments. The first one, the third here. one, I forget. I forget. The Fourteenth Amendment, the um, you know, is one that um, is one of the amendments um, you know, that being abused. You know, I I don't. I get it's a draft, right? But when Alito says that, you know, well, these words are not in the Constitution, well, fuck, neither was birth control. But yet somehow that's yeah. legal. Um, gay marriage, and, right? Same-sex yeah, union. Yeah, Those yeah, words yeah. aren't in the Constitution, but we managed to make a law of that. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty that's not in, in the original draft of the Constitution. 
or the amendments. But that's why they call amendments, right? Because you realize, oh wait, the original the the original version mm, might have left some things out. Uh, we might need to revisit some things. Uh, yeah. So so um, I I do want to say I am I am I am sorry that you are under this level of assault. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Uh, women are under assault uh, with with yeah. the. If, if this if if this is indeed the judgment that they are going to be handing down, you know, um, in the in the near in the near future, um, and perhaps perhaps later we'll we'll talk a little bit in more detail about how really this is this we hinted at it a couple of minutes ago how this is a continuation of white supremacy culture norms. I know our yeah. listeners are probably going, oh my god, they're making it about race again. In case you're new to this program, this is what we do. <laughs> We're, we're not we are not making it about race we are are showing you how it is about race right, right? we're not we're not we're, we're not we're not trying to conflate the two we're not um um uh, coming up with this theory on our own um but we will we will uh talk about that uh as we as we go on um but um one of the things that um i'll say really angers me about this uh, in addition to everything you said is um and i and i and i read this this was a susan collins of maine her reaction uh, when she saw this and she was very disappointed because um when they were uh, interviewing um and doing the the appointment hearings for brett Kavanaugh and neil gorsuch they were like, nope, Roe v. Wade is established law. And she's like, and I believe them. So they're not going to change right. it. Yeah. Uh, it's like, lady. It's going to come back. And, come yeah. on. Come on. Um, and, and in case you are wondering why the Republican Party has been going after this for so long is because uh, we took we took overt racism from them. Um, yeah. So, so this was um, this, this goes all the way back to um, what is it? Was it, was it Oral Roberts university or Liberty university? I forget who it was, but, but whatever great uh, uh, um, conservative, right. Evangelical mega preachers back in the sixties. Um, and they basically lost the battle for segregation. And they needed a basically a new bone for their political dogs to gnaw on and to rile up the base. And that's when really it was going after being, that was the journey that began going after abortion and, um, and, 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 and the sticking point, this, this is all about, this is all about power and maintaining of power. Um, and also, let's not forget that the reason the Supreme Court is tilted to the conservative majority that it is, is because the last president, who shall let me name, um, was able to elect three justices to the court. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he was in power was, interestingly enough, white suburban women. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say that it's right. white women that have brought us to where we are. Yes. Thank you, yes. lady. Yes. So so white suburban women who tended to uh, 
be quote unquote undecided until election day and who generally tended to skew a little bit more progressive uh, decided that they could not support Hillary Clinton and they didn't think a woman needs to be in power and they decided to vote for Trump. Um, and, and, and the reason why I say this is because if you look at the, if you look at the, the statistics around specific groups that, you know, shifted from voting Democrat to then voting Republican at that election when Trump was elected, the biggest shift was, or one of the biggest shifts was yeah. white suburban women. So yeah. interestingly enough, now here's, here is um, a right that's being taken away from you because of that. So I don't want to say this is poetic justice because it's not just affecting <laughs> And yeah. it's affecting all women. And so it's, it's a, it's a sad, it is a sad, um, oh, I won't, I was going to say miscarriage of justice. Um, not, not, a, not a, not a great term. No. Uh, this, yeah. In this context. Interesting. Yeah. Let, me put my, let me put my foot back in my mouth uh, okay. or try to try to extricate it. But, uh, but, but it is an atrocity of justice. Let's go with that. It is an atrocity is. I, of I justice. No one, no, the, these people that have, you know, that are, that are putting, you know, the, the Trump followers, the following DeSantis and Abbott in Texas and Cruz and here in Missouri, I have the lovely proud boy, white nationalist spawn of Satan, Josh Hawley, who's just on fully on board with this and can't wait to get it going. And we're one of those states that has a trigger law. We're just yep, waiting. Yep. Um, and what what they're not and this is all what they're not paying attention to is the what the domino effect. Great. Right. So you want to you want to keep women from having access to health care because they think it's about abortion, but it's not. It's health care. Um, you want to prohibit that and force them to carry a child full term which is actually more deadly for women, uh, particularly women of color. While uh, all the while stripping away uh, um, supportive, uh, what does it call it? Uh, um, um, healthcare? Um, <laughs> maternity care. Well, well maternity care, uh, uh, welfare, all the, the mm -hmm. safety support net, stripping yes. away, continually stripping those away because... Right. Because heaven forbid we help the economically disenfranchised people, which often end up being single moms. Um, so, yeah. so it's it's this weird, weird um, overabundance of protection for an unborn child. But once that child is born, good luck. We got we we got you this far. You're on your own now. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is, and and. And we can we can guesstimate what's going to happen next. So states that if, if the law is repealed, Roe v. Wade is appealed, and it comes down to the states can make their own decisions. Uh, those states that ban abortions will have an uptick in illegal, dangerous abortions. So will be an uptick in deaths. Um, those who can afford to will go to states that have legalized abortion. And again, those that will be able to afford to will be predominantly middle class and up white women uh so so again this law will endanger the lives of women of color and culture uh so that's we can see that coming down down the pike you know they're already they're already states that are, are tweaking their laws that oh it will be illegal for you to get an abortion here it'll also be able 
uh, illegal for you to get it in another state. Now, we can't mandate what another state does. But when you come back home and find out that you got one, yeah, you're going you gonna, you gonna to be in trouble. So, so th- th- go ahead. Well, it, it just, um, you know, it's, it's this slow, uh, you know, stranglehold. It's, it's literally um, choking, you know, it's, it's, it's choking the breath, choking the life um, out of women. Um, they're a person, they're 14, a woman is 14 times more likely to die carrying a pregnancy to term than by having an abortion. So um, how many families are going to lose a mother? Uh, how many, um, and yet what's, I was reading an article earlier today that I'm also has added to my, my upset it, because I, it was one of those where like, oh my God, I never, like just more pieces, like the, the long arm of um, slavery. Um, so I was reading this article about, it was about Sojourner Truth, but it was this long arm, uh, the origins of abortion, the origins of mid, midwives and midwives. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that so that, so that people can get this connection between this, um, the, the, the anti-abortion movement and, and white supremacy. Yeah. So there was like these bits and pieces of information that I, that I kind of had, but I, you know, is the more, so starting yesterday with the, you know, this draft coming out and, and the more that I, you know, dig and the more that I learn, you know, the more, um, well, today I'm feeling a little hopeless, frankly, but, but, um, so Sojourner Truth back in 1851, Sojourner Truth delivered a speech that we, the best known as Ain't I a Woman? And um, it was at a women's convention. Um, at the time, you know, slavery was still in full force and is, as we know, is the the American, you know, when you call it capitalism, we really should call it white capitalism because our our capitalist system is built on the slave trade. And um, there were multiple um, acts and laws in place to protect the system, including what was called the Fugitive Slave Act. Um, And what that did was abduct the abduction of, quote unquote, free black children, women and men um, who had escaped to northern cities. um, And then bounty hunters, you know, would find them and drag them back. But there was um, um, so it, it was this. Through that, and and so Sojourner Truth is condemning, you know, this practice, and um, and she, and then she starts telling her own story, um, and um, uh, as she's talking about um, um, being enslaved and the um, the forced labor to plow and to plant and to build, and women just like men, um, but slowly, and then of course. Black women being, you know, sexual chattel um, and being raped by um, the slave owners, and then having their children sold off um, to other other places. That it's an American form of human trafficking. Mm. That, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I had not yeah. thought about it that way. Ugh. I hadn't either. And so, I, so I paused there as I was reading this and kind of reflecting on it, and I'm like, it is human trafficking. It's you're selling off people and you're selling and children. Um, 
and uh, um, that have no rights, that have no voice, that have no no way to you know of anything. And so I was I as I started to just kind of be with that and think about that. I then kind of you know dive back into the um, you know into my own learning and and I'm just going to pause here for a minute because we you and I talk about you know. Um, embodied anti-racism practices and mindfulness. And um, this is one of those instances where it, it's really important to be mindful. Like you can only take so much in. I can only take so much in. And then I have to pause and just close the door. And it's okay to close the door for a moment for, you know, and how, you know, like it's not about making myself so, you know, be so triggered and, and be in the midst of wounds that are so overwhelming that keep me stuck, because that's not helpful. Um, so it's, it is, so this is one of, this is one of those areas, this conversation is one of those places to, where I have had to pause, and, and as I'm learning more, um, and, and be with what is, and um, my own practices, mindfulness practices of, you know, the breathing and centering in the body. Um, you know, as someone's listening to this, I would hope that they, um, you know, if something is triggering or very disturbing and upsetting, or you find yourself checking out, pause, right? Pause and breathe. Well, perhaps, perhaps we should do that at the end. Uh, perhaps we should lead, lead a uh, have you lead folks in a in an embodied mindfulness uh, practice um, so that so that we can share share with folks a, a tool. By the way, we do this every uh, Thursday mornings um, live on Zoom um, and and Facebook. Um, these these embodied practices um, to help to help us process, to help us release, to uh, help us be self aware of of what we're holding and and carrying uh, within ourselves and. Um, yeah, th- there's a lot of people triggered today. A lot. Yeah. Of, so I of, didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to go too far off, um, but I just wanted to presence that because yeah. that's part of part of this, you know, with when we say with love and justice for all, that's part yes. of that's part of that. So as I was continue to to, you know, dive into this and and realizing that, you know, as Sojourner is talking about Sojourner Truth is talking about she had 13 children who were sold off as babies and, and um, human trafficking in American form, you know, just like we've learned that racism is America's caste system. Um, um, So then, then continuing to read through where prior to the civil war, abortion and contraceptives were legal in the U S they were used by indigenous women um, as well as people that came from Europe. Because well, let, let's be clear. W- women have, all, as long as women have existed, they've known how to uh, prevent pregnancies and also uh, terminate pregnancies. W- women yeah. have always been in control of their bodies. They've always known how to be in control of their bodies. Um, so, so this is, you know, th- this is again another, and we mentioned this, another form of disempowering women. But but they've always known how to even even pre quote unquote science, right? We've yes. always known. Yes. How five thousand years ago, ten thousand years yeah. ago, yes, always known. Yep, yep. Um, 
but it was um, so just like slavery, the anti-abortion efforts are uh, is comes out of white supremacy. Um, you know, it was it was the um, uh, for the most part, all reproductive health care prior to the Civil War. Um, it was women, midwives um, and midwifery was interracial. It was um, uh, some were black, some were white, some were indigenous um, and women took care of healthcare. Um, and then um, at, when slavery ended, um, the uh, midwives, particularly skilled uh, black women that were midwives became true competition to white men who were in uh, the business of medical service. So male gynecologists, right, and and obstetric care started to just take all of a sudden all of these, you know, women that for thousands of years had been taking care of women um, and abortion and contraception. All of that was always a part of health care um, started taking that, you know, um, just taking control of that, the, the white supremacy. Um, and that there was that the midwife was barbaric, that their their methods and their um, anything that they did was perverted and um, had nothing to do with science and nothing to do with medicine. Um, and it's and it just the story uh, just unfolds from there um, to. So it's not even this isn't even like a new thing. Um, it's just as the further, you know, the, the more that, that we as a, a culture, as a country, as, you know, try to dismantle white supremacy and build anti-racist culture, the more white supremacy is going to, wants to hold on tighter and tighter. Um, and, and, and I'd like to uh, put a little invitation out to any white man that might be listening and uh, you hear us uh, talk about white men um, in the way that we do in this context. And if you're listening, um, uh, notice how you feel right now. Uh, are you feeling defensive when we say this? Are you suddenly uh, feeling like, no, not me, or or this is, you know, this, why, 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 why is it always about blaming us? Um, so couple of things, one, uh, not blaming you, the individual white man who may be listening, and at the same time, um, by the nature of you being white and male, especially if you're white, male and straight, uh, you are the beneficiary uh, directly and indirectly of, of these systems. And you are also in the position to do the most about it uh, as well. So just um, notice what's going on in you because often some of the pushback we get is not just why do we always make this about race but why are we always blaming white men for things um so so we're using white men as that as that um not placeholder but but when we talk about social location and social power you 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 are this you are the center you are you are for what the system was created to to maintain um Supremacy well, and created at the top. What's that? And created the system. And created the system. Exactly. You created it for you. Uh, uh, so again, 
if you're a white man listening and you're saying, I specifically individually did not create the system of white supremacy, you may not have, but you enjoy the benefits of it, whether you think you do or not. Uh, and, and how you dismantle that is, is if you want to dismantle it, first of all, um, is, 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 are you willing to admit that you do benefit from it? And then are you willing to, to notice how much of it you have unconsciously absorbed within you? And then are you willing to go, what do I need to do to help change this? And a lot of it begins in the voting booth. So one of the things I, I you know, as I was sort of diving into this, you know, learning and, <clears throat> and the human trafficking element, um, uh, I, you know, as I, I kind of work through that, I realized that, so there's a whole lot of, if, got it, this is a draft, and if it is what happens that Roe v. Wade is overturned, um, it, it's, there's, I said this to a friend yesterday, an old white man, uh, about there's a revolutionary war here, and he said I was being too dramatic, and I thought, mm, no. <laughs> Point, to, I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. we... we so we we I used to, and I think I mentioned this to you when we were talking the, uh, yesterday. I said I used to hear things, and I used to think they were too dramatic as well. And then mm. January six happened, mm. and when I saw those people swarm in the Capitol, legitimately trying to violently overthrow an election, I was like, "Yeah, no, no, nobody was being dramatic before, right?" Yep. And then, and then. So if this is overturned, then the next question becomes, oh, what other precedents, what other laws um, are on the books that, mm, yeah, we don't think support that uh, uh, the maintaining of, of, of the, uh, what, what, what they, the, the coded phrase they call in the right now, uh, legacy Americans, right? Yeah. Like legacy Americans, those who are um, all the all the descriptors we just talked about uh white um straight uh, uh middle class and up uh christian um fully able uh you know the 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 legacy americans um is so if you if you listen to news anywhere especially news lean and right and you hear that phrase that's what they're talking about it's a coded catchphrase when they talk about american values uh that's another coded catchphrase uh right. so 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 yeah so so those are those are play what what other what other laws do not uh support keeping legacy americans in positions of power and then so if they're gonna take away rule v raid what else are they coming for simply because it's quote unquote not in the constitution Right. And we see this happening at, at the at the local and state level with the book bannings, with the, oh with the ridiculous laws that say now we, you know, you can't talk or teach about uh, LGBTQ issues and and have any conversations around racism that may make people feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, that, that the, all these, quote unquote, election integrity laws that are really voter suppression laws, let's just call them what they are. Um, so. So yeah, so it's 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 happening, um, and before it used to happen, it used to happen um, uh, uh, pre pre not civil war uh, pre um, civil rights era in the sixties. Mm. Uh, it used to happen out in the open, then it used to happen in secret and covertly, and now we're back in the open again. <laughs> They're not yeah. even pretending. No, and and creating 
you know, whether people realize it or not, and I know lots of people, oh, it's, that's not going to happen. Oh, that's not. So take a look at the last, you know, several years, five years or whatever, and how many times you go, oh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to, and guess what? Here it did happen. Um, here's what's going to, and here's what's coming. Um, and fuck, I hate it when I'm right. But, uh, you know, nobody believed me when I said Trump's going to get elected. Oh, no, that won't happen. Yeah, I know. You you and me both. You and me both. People people got upset with me when I said that, too. And it wasn't that I wanted it. And let's be clear, folks, me saying it didn't make it happen. (laughs) All right. All right. That was that was some of the reasons I got. If you say it out loud, then you're helping to manifest it. I know. That's not how this works. (laughs) And and you know what? I need people to say stuff like I I need people, men, women, whoever, (sighs) to be saying something. Yeah. Um, and and be out voting, um, you know. Yes. Uh, so if you've I'm, never I'm voted in the, in the midterms in your life, that was a great time to start. I know. Well, I'm hoping that this, um, uh, you know, that maybe more, you know, women will be out voting. Um, yes. Um, Amy, um, Amy Klobuchar was on uh, uh, CBS This Morning News and she was talking about um a former colleague who used to say that we'd, who used to say about women, you know, in the Senate that, you know, we need to um, put our shoulders back, put our lipstick on and show up for fight, show up for the fight. And okay. so I'm going to, I'm going to go, yeah, put your lipstick on, put your, you know, Carmex, I don't know, whatever, but you need to show up for the fight because this is a fight. And I, I don't, I don't want to hear from a single person that well, you know, we shouldn't be against things. We should be for things. Go away. Like, I don't want to hear that from you. We shouldn't be against things. Yeah, you should be. You should be against people that are trying to take away basic rights. You know, people that are, what this is pushing the, you know, I just want to connect the final dot on the human trafficking. Wait, before, that, before you say that, I'd like to say, because I can't miss the opportunity for a good joke. Um, <laughs> when you show up for the fight, you wear whatever you want to wear. Makeup, no makeup. <laughs> you, you, Absolutely. You, you could wear your pajamas. I don't you care. wear whatever you want to wear, but do show up. Yeah. Do you know that um, the United States leads the developed world in maternal and infant mortality? I don't know why they keep calling us a developed country. Seriously, because. Not anymore. Because when, when you look at where ourselves. we. Yeah. When you look at where we rank in a lot of things, I mean, no. Here. Wait, so let me let me expand that. We rank Over in it. the world, just generally speaking, lump all the countries together for maternal safety. Guess what number we're at? Uh I I can't I number 50. I see I was gonna say we're probably not in the top 10. I didn't realize it was that bad. Oh we goodness. rank 50th in the world for maternal safety. So this is not about you know. It's not just it's abortion is one element of it. We're talking about maternal safety. And the reason we're talking about maternal safety is that um, if you're going to, you know, try to, you know, if you're going to make abortion illegal, then you're not banning abortion. You're banning legal abortion, which means illegal ones are going to go up. There's going to be more deaths. Um, Or if someone decides, okay, I guess I'm forced to carry this child, you know, to term now, but I don't have access to health care. Right. And um and 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 we have a, a high, you know, we have a high death rate, maternal death rate. Um, and coming back to the human trafficking, is that if a if a, I'm going to carry a child to term, 
I don't even, I, 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 likely, you know, if you look at the reason that women choose an abortion, it's really not, there's this stupid, asinine, uneducated thinking that it's a method of birth control. And, and, and I'm not saying that women haven't used that, but that right. is not why, you know, why women seek it out. And let's also name the unnamed thing is that many of uh, how many of these uh, uh, pro uh, pro life women themselves have had abortions. Yeah. In secret. You're welcome. Right. So so we got we just got to name that because that's yeah. a, that's a that's a thing. So the pregnancy can become a death sentence. There's women have chosen abortion because of, you know, trauma, right? The, um, the thought at the time for me, I was still an active addict. Um, really? I want to bring a child into that? No economic beans, no, no safe place to live and be. And like, really? And, and there's, and all of these people that are anti-abortion have no, they're not talking about that, what the child would be born into. Um, so there's these, so women having babies that aren't, of course you want the baby, but you don't want the baby. It's a tough moral thing, but the decision should be between me and my family and my doctor. And so let's say, you know, women are having children, but they're not economically able to care for them. Um, and any other reasons not able to care for them. So now we're back into um, legalized human trafficking. Where are these babies to go? Uh, exactly. And, and again, very ironic, actually not ironic that there's, there's this supposed theological underpinning for this, right. And people pulling out all sorts of Bible verses that, that talk about uh, 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 God being basically pro-life, uh, right? Um, ranging from the thou shalt not kill to, a, you know, uh, be, before you were born, I knew you in the womb, you know, all, all, all those sort of things um, that, 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 that folks pull out. Um, and what I want to argue is if, again, if, if really there's this theological moral underpinning for the preservation of life, are you looking at the laws that are not supporting life after birth? Right? right. Are you looking at, for example, all the, um, uh, we, we talked about this the other day, um, environmental justice, right? Um, all, all the uh, laws that allow um, plants and factories to be built in very impoverished neighborhoods. What was I watching the other day? Um, Somebody took a somebody took a, a a map from from that was redlined from back in the sixties, mm. and then also took a map of the same city that showed the uh, industrial sector where factories were allowed to build and overlaid them on each other, and it oh, was God. the same neighborhoods. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, and then and because of that, you have places um, like there's there's a place. Um, in Louisiana called, I believe it's Louisiana, called Cantor Alley, right? There's, yep. this, there's this, this stretch uh, along the river that uh, had tons of factories. Um, there's neighborhoods intermingled with them and the cancer rates are are like 500 times more uh, than the average uh, because of this. And of course, black neighborhoods, right? Predominantly yeah. black neighborhoods. 
where's the outrage of life preservation there right and that and that's that's just one example so no i'm not buying i'm not buying the theologically based moral outrage around this at all it's it it, it doesn't hold water you, you're not you're, you're being very hypocritical because you're you you support a lot of laws that that cost a lot of lives yep. um as as well so so i uh, i'll invite you to take a check on that um as well um so we are due for a break i think so we're going to take a little break take a little breather um, and maybe when we come back, um, we'll talk a little bit or, or maybe we'll pull up an embodiment exercise that we can uh, uh, walk you through to perhaps uh, uh, use as a resource to help you navigate this time because this, this, this is going to be up for a lot of folks in the next few days, the next few weeks until this decision is, is made official. And if it is made official and it is overturned, then the 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 weeks the months after that are going to be the days after that because especially in states with these trigger laws it's going to uh it's just going to be something we don't want to experience so uh so yeah we'll take a little breather and then uh we will be right back In order to advance racial equity, there is work for white people and people of color to do together and separately. The Project Sanctus Affinity Groups provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit projectsanctus.com. We're back on with Love and Justice for All, and um, I'm going to invite Reverend Kelly to uh, lead us through an embodiment uh, mindfulness practice right now. And again, these uh, these these practices are truly about um, allowing ourselves to be mindful of what we're holding, what we're carrying. Um, give us a tool to not be consumed by it and and also really a way to to healthily is that a word health health healthily discharge what we're holding what we're what we're holding uh you know uh resume refers to it as clean pain um yeah. you know when we when 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 we can get a handle on, on on what's within us we don't then um lash out and cause pain uh to others so which ironically is what we're experiencing. Oh, uh, that, that ain't irony. That, that's straight <laughs> that's up. That's not, not an irony. Yeah, it's true. It's not ironic. Yeah. It's uh, in case you're not familiar with it, what we are being subjected to is, you know, the white supremacy. Um, you, you know, it's, it's, you know, blowing pain out onto to women and women's rights and, um, trying to hold on to control, trying to hold on to supremacy. 
Yes. 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 And, and, and not to be glib about this, but I, and, and not to be naively optimistic about this, but um, I do believe this is, this is the worst before it gets better. This is, this is what they call the death knell of, of, of this. Um, And I, and I use, um, uh, you know, same sex marriage as the, as the example, even going back to interracial marriage as the example, Um, you know, um, these, these things are, are, are given law right now and not just, not just precedent, but actual law. Um, And, um, and it, 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 things got worse before we got there. So this is not me saying this as a, as an effort to bypass. This is not me saying this, that, oh, it's inevitable. Therefore let's not go vote. or let's not go protest or let's not go be a voice for this. That's not what I am saying. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying have hope based on, on how things have occurred in the past and realize those things occurred in the past because folks got up and did something about it as well. That's the catch though. You have to, you really, you know, this white niceness, this nice racism, you can't like get up off your ass. You have to, you know, come on, white people, get your shit together. Um, we have work to do. We have, whether you like it or not, this is a product of white supremacy. Yes. So uh, let's 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 do some practicing now. Yes, sir. <laughs> we have, as a uh, Reverend Ogan mentioned, the um, embodied mindfulness practice is, you know, every week on Thursday mornings, we have a a practice online. You can go to projectsanctus.com and and, um, um, see more about that or post it on Instagram. I guess I'm here on our Facebook page. But an embodied practice is one where we, um, you know, I'm I'm more worked up. I'm more, uh, I have a whole lot more grief going on than than I might be sharing, you know, uh, uh, here in the show. And um, I am heartbroken though, um, that, that I live somewhere that, that is that cruel, that is willing to, believe it or not, where what this is, is human trafficking. And I live somewhere that is sanctioning that, that is sanctioning um, white supremacy. That is another practice of, you know, kneeling on the neck of someone to cut the breath, to kill. And that's what, that's what this is doing. So an embodied practice is a practice where we, um, we generally start with a pause, with, you know, a rest, which is a pause to, um, to take a breath, to take a big inhale, to, in whatever way that works for you, to center Center yourself. You can have your eyes open, you can have your eyes closed, but we center ourselves and we be mindful of the breath just to bring our attention back into the body, back into that, what carries us around through the world, back into the body, which is used to be in action. You know, when we are triggered, when we have you know, the wounds, trauma emerging, we can have a tendency to, to 
to move out of the body and be in the head. So breathe. Big exhale, inhale and a big exhale. And then I'm gonna invite you to rock. Rocking is soothing. Rocking is a way that we can kind of just say, shh, not to bypass anything, but to just return to our agency, right? Return to claiming the self. This is what makes, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it's that control, it's the loss of agency. And we need to claim, find ourselves and claim our identity, claim our whole being. So breathe and rock, just rock. And with the next inhale, feel the breath move into, whether through your nose or your mouth, into the head and into the lungs. And as you do that, scan the interior of your body. Is there a place of tightness? Is there a place of contraction? Mine is in my chest. I can feel the tightness. I can feel the anger. I can feel the wounds from 30 years ago of shame. And scan the arms and the chest in the hips. Maybe turn the hips wherever you're seated. Because we are talking about reproductive rights. We are talking about reproductive health care. Continue to breathe into and down through the legs and find a place that's maybe a little dark. Again, where there's tension, there might be physical pain. And just notice it, acknowledge it. And give it a name. Is it grief? Is it rage? Is it despair? Even as I hear my own words, my, my own hand on my chest, I can feel my hand clenching. So with the next inhale, I unclench. So wherever in your body, 
You find the tension, you find the clench, the contraction. Breathe into that and offer tenderness. You are in control of your body. And while the world outside of us may tell us we are not, by claiming individually ourselves, we then can move out into the world and respond and continue to dismantle systems of oppression, systems that say, I'm not allowed to make my own decisions. Systems that say, as a woman, I am not worthy. So breathe again. <sighs> Just wash over yourself tenderness. Tenderness and grace. We name the discomfort, we transform the discomfort and we use it as energy to respond, to move forward. One moment at a time, one day at a time. With strength, with power. But always mindfully. So one more deep breath, inhale and exhale. Thank you. Thank you. That was powerful. And we invite you to, if it works for you to join us uh, every Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern on Zoom and uh, Facebook Live uh, uh, for one of these. Of course, they're always going to be um, up um, archived in on facebook and every once in a while we might drop one of them as a, a podcast bonus um, but we do invite you to come 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 with us um, and be collective in this way um, also um, come join us starting may 12th i believe is that our next book study uh, we're doing the quaking of america by resma menicum he was the author of my grandmother's hands and he is um, he, he's really masterful at these uh, practices uh, that um, that Kelly, like what Kelly just led us in, and um, and the real premises. We're not we're not gonna just shift this through policy. We have to shift this by uh, by by shifting our own internal culture. Um, um, and yeah. and and these are what the practices are around. So, um, to all uh, you you women out there who have just been jolted um, by this news. Um, I'm sorry that you're going through this. Uh, we see you. Um, um, we love you. Um, please, as much as you can, stay grounded in hope. Um, and really, really, if you can, 
I don't know. Just reach out. Reach out. Yeah. You, uh, you're not. Reach out to me. You're not in this alone. No. You're, you're not. You're not in this. In this alone. Um, no. By any stretch of the imagination, and and also know that that regardless of what uh, the ruling official ruling is, it's not over. No. Also, by a by a long shot, it is. It is not over. No, I said to someone last night that I think I see some, you know, potential underground railroad in my future. Uh, there's there's that. And, and you know, shout out to the men who, if you really want to be supportive on this, go get yourself a vasectomy. Seriously. Like, I mean, you know, I've checked that box, but um, we, we men are so very squeamish around our sexual reproduction um, issues. And and also, um, yeah, go go. I mean that that is that is a yeah, that's a great get over your patriarchy and go have a vasectomy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Decol- decolonize, decenter the patriarchy, and go go get snipped. Um, you'll 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 be all right. And if you're worried about having kids, they are reversible. Okay, they they are. Um, so come on, do, do your part. <laughs> They had to hear it from me. They had to hear it from me. So, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Know there. Um, all right. So uh, that's it for uh, today. And um, spread the word about the podcast. Um, give us some ratings and thumbs up some stars on whatever platform you're, you're listening on. And um, come join us uh, this Wednesday. Oh, I forgot to mention this Wednesday, we're doing an affinity group. Yes. Um, where we can, we, we can get in some discussion around this issue. If you yep. really want to find a safe place to, to, to vent, to express, to commiserate, to find support, um, come participate in our Wednesday night affinity on Zoom, 7.30 p.m., I believe. Um, info sure? is at projectsanctus.com. So uh, that's it for today. We will see you next week. Okay. Let's, let's get our holy. Let's get our holy on. Yes.